0: The temps are warmer, you've mowed the lawn, and maybe even turned on the AC a time or two. It's definitely spring. So StealADealSBI.com is having their spring sale. Log on now and get local deals up to 50% off before they're gone. StealADealSBI.com. This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Uh, On a serious note, let's talk restaurant business a minute. Okay. Um, The help's been a challenging thing since pandemic. Absolutely. It has not gotten any better. No, no. You have people, for example, what's the longest person approximately time-wise you have working in your kitchen, either at Papa Frank's or at Saputo's? Oh, well, now
1: you're, (laughs) I'll have to, let me think here. Well, 40, I bet you we've got one guy that's been there 40 years.
0: 40 years? Probably, yes. Really? Uh Uh-huh. All right, but what about some of the other side? If you hire somebody today, the average, are they staying a month, two months, six months? About two months. Yeah. That's it? Yes. And move on down the line? Right. Yeah. Why do they move, Mike? What's I, going on? You, you know what? I don't. Do they ever tell you?
1: No. They normally just disappear.
0: Pick up a last check
1: and you don't see them again? You got it. That's normally how it does. Or <laughs> they don't Or they don't uh, come in and then demand their last check. <laughs> and they want it right now.
0: Is it more difficult to do that? The back or out in front, the waiters? Oh, it's, uh, the, the back has always been the, the cooks. The, the toughest, yes. Absolutely. Yeah. You just don't find many people that want
1: to learn how to cook or cook? Well, I, I mean, there are some now. We've got a lot of great employees. And I said, you know, we've got at Saputo's, especially, we've got some that have been there for oh, 40 my. years, 20 years, and yep. stuff like that. And actually, at Papa Frank's, I've got a couple guys that have been there uh, since I opened up. So there's a lot of good people. But when you start, you know, trying to fill the whole thing, all the
0: hours, it becomes very difficult. You had a fundraiser last night. Yeah. And you had it with the mayor. Yes. Somebody asked me the other day, why, oh, why are there so many fundraisers when there's not an election within the next three or four months? Now, now bear with me. You know, there was a time you'd have a golf outing and a fundraiser and then an election, that'd be it. It does seem like, and I'm not just saying you, Mike Coffey, I'm saying I see aldermen, uh, county officials, everybody seems to have at least two, maybe three, maybe more fundraisers a year. What has changed? Well, in my particular case,
1: the primaries in March. So it, it, that's the one problem with being the rep. I mean, those elections roll around really, really quick, and it's very costly to run. Uh, And especially if you're a Republican, you know, we're out fundraised about 20 to 1, uh, so we don't have that kind of uh, money. So we're out there, you know, hitting the pavement trying to raise money because just take a race like mine, you're talking $250,000. If it doesn't become a real overly competitive race like the Turner-Hamilton race, then you're in the millions of dollars right here in Springfield, Illinois.
0: All right. Are you going to – is there rumor? Fact, oh, are ooh. you going to have a? You going to have a primary opponent? I'm. I'm sure I'm going to have a primary. opponent. A primary Prime, opponent and, and
1: a general opponent. Sure. Well, well, I'm new. People, you know, people are going to test. Think you're vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah. So.
0: And, and you're telling now they're going to find out I'm not Okay. Well. <laughs> huh. Well, no, they'll find out. All right. Now wait a minute because you have an incredibly good relationship. I think, with people on the other side of the aisle, um, uh, you know. I, I don't know if this makes any difference. Bill Houlihan would list Saputo's or Pop Pranks his favorite restaurant. He's Democrat county chair. You have a good relationship, I think, with the governor's office. You have a good relationship with Doris Turner. Does that all end come election time? Well, I think I think it does. I mean, it's a business, and okay. so they're,
1: they're all going to do what they you know what they think is best. Um, but I'm a Republican, so you got to remember, I'm a Republican, and I think like a Republican, and I have the Republican. Uh, you know, at my core, so they don't they don't like that, so they're probably going to run somebody against me, and I and I'm prepared for that. But I think the district is overall, you know, more conservative. Oh, it and certainly so, is. so they'll like the message that I send out compared to that. So it's it's just part of, it's part of the process. If you if you're running for this office, so you think you're going to run unopposed? That especially as a first time candidate, uh, that's probably unrealistic.
0: Who do you get? Are there members of your party? that will give you sometimes even unsolicited advice or will they wait until you ask, Hey, what's this all about? What's going on here? What should be my plan of attack? Or do you just take care of that yourself? Well,
1: I mean, everybody always give you advice. Uh, You know, everybody's a Monday morning quarterback and and what you should do. But uh, the house organization has a lot of really smart people, HRO. And, uh, they, they give you a rundown of, you know, what you need to be working on and kind of give you a playbook. And I, and I'm running their playbook pretty much, you know, to the letter of the law. So, um, I, and then if I have questions, you know, I have access to a lot of people that have been involved for a lot of years and I go to them directly and say, you know, what do you think the best way for fundraising is? What do you think the best way for campaigning is? You know, what would you do? So, uh, I just had a long meeting here with Newhoff media and looked at all the services that you have here. Uh, so, uh just, just had a meeting last week. So I go directly to the people that have been in the business a long time and get advice and and then I'll I'll determine myself with my staff and we'll carry it out.
0: Is that where most of the money you raise goes to advertising? Yeah. Advertising.
1: And then it's, and it's quite costly. So if you're, if if you are a public official, then you're going to everybody else's uh, events, oh. right? So everybody else wants money from you. And so, you know, if you're a Republican candidate, so I'm donating money back to the local Republican Party and other re- Republican candidates and things of that nature.
0: You, you mentioned something, uh, and it kind of made me think about something i got to pay for the third, uh, Mike coffee,
1: State Rep, third down conversions for all those football games. <laughs> yeah. Oh, do we do that? Yeah, well, yeah, I, you know, I don't wow. I don't hear you say it out loud as loudly as you should You say don't, don't do it. I but don't we, we, you but you do it. You should do a little more inflamed, but you should throw one in every once in a while. for me. A little
0: They bogus. don't even give me the plastic sheet, but yeah. that's neither here nor right. there. I, I can't even... Good thing I remember X-Shay from Punk is the pre... Uh, uh, the, the lineup. Because yeah. that's... And uh, who's doing first downs? Staff still? Um, um, yeah, staff carpet first. Staff yeah. carpet first down. Yeah, they yeah. still are. Yeah. All right. See, I knew that. Yeah. But I need that... No, I don't really... It, Tim and everybody else does a great job, yeah, and, and I have a short attention span in anyway, there, so uh, now you broke my chain, chain of thought because I was going to go, all right, they would probably run, they being Democrats, will probably mm-hmm. run somebody against you mm-hmm. because they want your war chest depleted, or at least diminished. Does that make sense? Could be. I You know, I don't know what they're thinking, and... Yeah, that's but but again, if they didn't, well, the if speech, you the, didn't have a pop opposition, then you could take some of your money and help other candidates out. Yeah, you could. And the speaker
1: of the House has made it clear that he's going to run somebody in every district, so he's already announced that. And so we're going to ha- we're going to have to be ready for it because we need to pick up seats is the most important thing uh, in the House of Representatives.
0: Have you have you given a speech on the floor of the House? A speech? Well, a, a, a more than two minutes, three minutes. Uh, well, not more than two minutes, but I mean, I, I, you know, two minutes. Probably. What about, what, what, do you remember what it was about? Well, we talked, we
1: talked about, uh, you know, uh, great people in our state and all that. I mentioned Lisa Holder White. Okay. Yeah.
0: How nerve wracking is that that first time you well, stood I, up? Well, I with... will tell you what's
1: nerve wracking right. about it is no one shuts up. So you're talking and they're all talking <laughs> and, and, and it's kind of disturbing. They're all moving around and all that. So you're, you're, you're talking and you're thinking, well, what's going on over there? Because they don't listen. So you just talking to the microphone, and, and none of them listen. So.
0: Is there anybody when they talk that they pay attention to? Well, when the when the speaker well, when the speaker comes out, obviously, but that's twice a year. So the speaker isn't there. Not not presides not, over every session. No no, huh?
1: no, 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 rare occasion. I think I think yeah, I saw him in the chamber twice. A year. If a big dignitary comes, he'll be there. Yeah, so you've seen him in the
0: chamber twice. Well, three times. Okay, I don't but know how it, many. It less than five.
1: Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. Absolutely.
1: They he, he they only show up you know for the big events you know
0: I well I maybe knew that I yeah. th- and well I didn't know it so but I probably way, didn't yeah, either I, no. I didn't know
1: it so yeah that's that's one of the things I find
0: uh, you'd think everybody would have to
1: sit in their seat and, yeah. and all that now that's not how it works yeah if you're so watching, it should work it's not the way it does work do you think it ever worked that way I don't know probably not but it's you know I think everybody should have to sit in their seat everybody should have to press their own button to vote you know. Getting, Wait a minute. Walk getting,
0: me through that, so somebody else can press your button. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: They're, they're there, and somebody hits the button for them. You know, so uh,
0: another yeah. member, or it could even another, be a, another another
1: mem- no, a staff member, another. It member. could be a staff member yeah, too. Absolutely. In fact, many of them have staff members that are just programmed to hit their buttons for them because they're not there. And that's why uh, when we got to the budget time and all that, we we call for a roll call vote, and then if you call for a roll call vote, they got to go find them and bring them in. They've got to be on the complex. Okay. But so then they've got to go and find them and all that. Yeah, that was, that was one of the events that transpired where we had to adjourn because they didn't have the votes. They didn't have, the, they've got 68 members, they didn't have uh,
0: 60 in the chamber. What percent of calls you receive are about people looking for jobs with the state? Uh, I've
1: received no calls about people looking for jobs. Seriously? Zero, zero. Because there's plenty of jobs to go
0: around in the state. Every, well, agency, every agency needs people. CMS. You just, yeah. there's a, you're yeah. right. I yeah. see people lined up all the time in the hallway there ready to take some sort of a test for Secretary of State. And a guy tells me, he said, Sam, 80% of them will get hired. Oh, absolutely! I mean, you remember thirty years ago, you, you wanted to know somebody oh, to have to oh. work at the state. I mean, you would make ten bazillion phone calls, absolutely. And and you help
1: this person now, you know, there's all kinds of jobs. Now, it but, may
0: not be a, a ninety or hundred thousand dollars well, job, no. but it may be forty or fifty. Yeah, yeah, and with all the benefits. Yeah,
1: absolutely. But yeah,
0: and I've got, I've gotten that. Most of the calls I
1: get are uh, people that are having trouble uh, with. Other agent with agencies within the government and somebody okay. doesn't answer the phone and stuff of that nature. And then, you know, I'll make the call on their behalf and try and find out some information of what they need and all
0: that. The Department of Economic Security and so Unemployment Security, mm-hmm. obviously tons of money wasted. $5 billion in fraudulent unemployment claims. that surprise you?
1: Uh, no, but it's something that needs to be addressed. I mean, if you just saw on the news last night, they were talking about Illinois pensions and, you know, between... What we spend for undocumented, for free health care, and what we spend in fraudulent unemployment claims—you could put a, uh, that money. Be nice to go into the pension system and really boost it up. You know, to the tune of about three billion a year, four billion a year.
0: What is that? The, could solve some problems. What is the philosophical difference? How would you characterize between you and a member of the House from Cook County, somewhere? Well, in Cook I County? think I believe, is there a major philosophical difference? Yeah, there yeah, is. Yeah,
1: all right. I think that. When you get Republican reps, a lot of them have been in business uh, where these other ones have worked in government, and they think there's unlimited amounts of money. They think no matter what you do or what, there's unlimited amounts of money, and unfortunately, we're going to go in the next two, three, four years, and they're going to find out that there's not unlimited amounts of money, and we're going to have to make some major decisions. But right now, everything's hunky-dory, and you know that we had a budget surplus because of all the federal money that comes into the state of Illinois, but that's coming to an end, and when it does... I'm very, very concerned about, you know, the future. And then they'll start, and then people will start to see, Hey, those Republicans over there in the corner, just shouting and stuff. They might've known what they were talking about because it, it's a fact. They're
0: not going to admit that. They're not going to admit, no, it, it's going to admit truth,
1: that it's the truth. You know, might we, be we, true. we've got an energy crisis in the state of Illinois, uh, where that, that nobody's talking about. And, uh, it's, it's things are going to get things are going to get crazy i was just at the kincaid power plant uh, about a month ago or three weeks ago where it's 104 degrees and they're looking at the map throughout the state of illinois of where our, all our power came from and 82 percent of it either came for coal or natural gas only 18 the other 18 percent wasn't coming from wind because the wind wasn't blowing coming from solar now, they're phasing all of these plants out, so we're going to have an energy crisis, especially in downstate Illinois, if we don't start talking about it. But not one time did we talk about that on the House floor, and it's it's catastrophic. We did talk about kitty cat claws, but we didn't talk about, you know, the, the energy crisis that we're going to have in the state of Illinois. And people better start talking about it because it's going to be real. And when we start having blackouts and brownouts in our communities, then people are going to say, hey, what is going on? And I don't care what your political uh, stance is on it, many issues. When the lights don't come on, people won't care what your political stance. They're, they'll only care about that. And So that's something we need to worry about.
0: State Representative Mike Coffey visiting with us for a couple more minutes. A couple more minutes because we have a lot of commercials here. I don't know if you noticed that that's or not. That's right. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. So you would get a lot more time. And I I, I lobby for all the time, more time for you. It just doesn't seem to work.
1: I get more, you know, how you're asking, you know, why do you have so many fundraisers? Yeah. Most people ask, why do you guys have so many commercials? So. Oh, I know why. Yeah, we're yeah. in it to make money.
0: Yeah, yeah they have to pay our salary. salaries. That's so right. Looking, that's a, yeah, and I Absolutely.
1: Gotta, with my personality, i got to have a fundraiser
0: to get elected. It's um, going
1: it's, it's, it's to cost the probably money. Probably on so. an hourly basis. Yeah, that's
0: right. Uh, not just once every month. Are you going to uh, fill that envelope I gave you up and give it back? Yeah, I'm uh, giving church it. Sunday. <laughs> you didn't even remark about the my dressed up today. I like the Tommy, the the Tommy, Tommy Bahama. Bahama I get it looking from good. Jim Heron Limited. Yes. You know Why? They're having a grandparents' mass today at Saint Agnes for SHE kids. Oh, right. Have you ever gone to that? Is this a first? I don't well, remember. I'm not it. a grandparent, but yeah,
1: well, I've been to the. I've been to those, but
0: yeah. Really, so this is for grandparents. Awesome. From SHE, I, I know they have it at the grade schools. This is for the high school. Yeah. So I'm sure the two granddaughters going to be really. They're going to so be, proud. Grandpa's right? looking yeah. good. He's Absolutely. walking tall and looking they good. They won't even sit with yeah. me. I guarantee yeah. you, unless they need money. Yeah. All right, the homeless situation. Two perspectives. i got about two minutes. Mm-hmm. A, the state wants to do something. B, how does it affect a business owner downtown? Well,
1: uh, the state wants to do something. In fact, there was a bill that w- they wanted to have a homeless czar, and I actually voted for that because, you know, I'm tired of the excuses of we can't get something done with the homeless, so I actually voted for the bill that funded a homeless czar. Okay. Uh, it's, and one of the reasons I know as a business person, it's catastrophic. You know, people get scared. They don't like to go to businesses when they're getting, you know, um, people are begging them for money. And what the problem is is when you go and poll people, they'll say, oh, you know, that's terrible and all. But their psychological mind will say, you know what, let's go out, you know, uh, let's go west to Pop and Franks instead of going to Spudos because, you know, I don't, I don't want to do that, especially if you're older, you know, if you're grandma and grandpa like yourself, but you're a big hey. guy, but you know, but you're, but you're no, physically a big guy. So they're, they're probably not, but if you're more in frail condition and you're going to go and people don't, you know, it scares them and people just get scared. And, uh, you know, it homeless is is a big problem. We need to address it. Uh, and it's, it's something that's gotta be addressed, but we can't, uh, we can't as business people, you know, business people have rights, people that are paying taxes and everything, they have rights. So we need to worry about, you know, their concerns as well. So.
0: Thanks for coming in. Thanks Thank you. for con- contributing your contributions to the Hallblad packhoff from Madonia Retirement Fund is very much appreciated. All right,
1: yeah, I'm, uh, you'll probably, I'm, I'll probably be
0: contributing a lot more. Where's that envelope that I'm looking for? Uh, I'm got, I've got. It goes to O'Day though. He takes them all. <laughs> surprise, surprise. <Yeah. laughs> You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia